Welcome to Navigating the Modern World. I am your host, Kimberly Johnson. I am a life coach and a sex coach. This podcast was made for you. For you to get the most out of your life. We, as human beings, are made to win. This podcast offers a perspective in life that has you win, no matter what the challenge or outer circumstances you find yourself in. If you want to learn more about my work, you can go to KimberlyCoaching.com. Welcome. Hello and welcome to episode 90 of Navigating the Modern World. I am Kimberly Johnson, your host, and I am so excited about today's episode. I am with Dr. Lacey Chittle, a functional medicine practitioner. Um, A little bit of background about Lacey is that I have been friends with her brother for years and years and years, and... I have heard nothing but rave reviews about the work that she's doing, and I am just so excited to have her on the podcast and let her be a resource for all of you, all of my listeners. Lacey, how's it going? Hey, Kimberly. Thank you for having me on. Yes, I'm so excited you're here. Um, Thank you. I just want to, I'm going to tell them a little bit about what you're doing, and then I'll kind of let you expound upon that. But Dr. Lacey Chittle is a functional medicine practitioner who has a web-based consulting practice specializing in tough mystery cases. And this is actually one of the things that I love most about Lacey. Um, And we actually have worked together with clients. And I I think it's really, really cool what you're doing, like really helping people that where the doctors have kind of said, eh, I don't know what's really going on with you and how you're really willing to do the work. I think it's so brilliant. Um, And before Lacey was a functional medicine practitioner, she was actually a physical therapist and she was struggling with her own mysterious illness. And then she healed herself through functional medicine, which I think is so amazing. And Lacey, if you wouldn't mind sharing a little bit more about maybe who you specifically work with and then your own story. They are complaining of symptoms of chronic fatigue, uh, pain, digestive issues that uh, they have seen doctors for and they've just been told um, that there's nothing wrong um, or that it's just IBS and it's just light and you have to deal with it. Um, other people who have autoimmune diseases and they, um, their numbers, you know, for thyroid disease or what have you, they look good on paper, but they still don't feel well. Mm. Um, and so these people kind of fall through the cracks, and that was me. Um, I had kind of fallen through the cracks because they didn't fit into a neat little category uh, as to why I was having all the symptoms I was having. Um, and so that's what led me to functional medicine myself. Um, and, uh, yeah, so the symptoms I was experiencing were things like uh, chronic pain and fatigue, brain fog, digestive issues with nausea and vomiting and um constipation, all that sort of stuff, um, and I tried lots of medications and found some resolution of symptoms, but some of those medications also caused other problems, um, and I got to a point uh, where my rheumatologist actually said to me, um, you know, I've made good progress, and I should maybe just be happy with where I am, where I've progressed to, and I just thought to myself, you know, I'm 28 years old um, at the time, um, and I couldn't imagine continuing life the 
the way that I was living it on all these medications and barely able to walk, you know, a block without um, feeling like I needed to lie down um, mm. and getting nauseated and all that sort of stuff. So that's where I then decided, you know, to take back control, so to speak, of my own health and to look for the answers um, myself. Mm. Yeah, I want to dive deeper into that because I, one, I think that that is amazing. Your story is, you know, I'm, I feel like sad saying this, but I feel like your story is probably really common with a lot of people in the United States right now. Um, and I was actually, I was talking to a friend right before this interview and I told her what I was doing and I told her I was interviewing you and her question was, what is functional medicine? And I, I think that that's like a great place to start because I'm not sure a lot of people listening, maybe they've heard of functional medicine, but they're still not quite clear exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, so functional medicine is a a root cause approach to, um, healing the body. So, um, Conventional medicine, we take the symptoms and we treat the symptoms maybe with a, med- a medication um, or we categorize the body by uh, systems, you know, like if you have a problem with your heart, you see the cardiologist, if you have a problem, uh, you know, with your thyroid, you see the endocrinologist, um, but we don't necessarily look at how these systems are all intertwined and mm-hmm. how they in- affect one another. So functional medicine is looking for where's the breakdown in the system that has created the symptoms that you're now experiencing, and then how to essentially reverse engineer it so that you can heal your body. So I do use like a lot of the same tests and measures that a conventional um, doctor will use to assess you, but we're looking at a narrower range of um, you know values for optimal tissue and organ function. Mm. Um, and then so that we can utilize that information and your history, uh, you know, everything from, if you know it, from when you were, when you were in your mommy's belly to where you are today that may have contributed to what you're experiencing. Mm. Um, because we know that the body doesn't just function on, you know, from vitamins, minerals, amino acids, and all this sort of stuff, but it also is influenced by the environment around us and the stresses that our body experiences. Mm. Totally. So then what, what, thank you for that explanation, because I think I, you know, I, I think there are lots of issues with the current, you know, medical system. And I think that functional medicine is such a beautiful way to really get to the root of what's going on for people and really looking at the entire person, not just, oh, something's going on with your heart. Let's just focus on your heart and not worry about what this medication might do to other parts of your body or um, whatever the case may be. So I think it's like such a beautiful um, way to help people heal from the inside out. And I, I am, I'm curious Though, what was your process with healing yourself? Like, what did that actually look like? Sure. Um, yeah, so for me, you know, I probably, if I was treating myself today, it would have gone faster, right? Because <laughs> I was my, I was essentially my own first patient, you know? So I was taking these courses uh, with the Institute for Functional Medicine. And so as I learned um, the different, you know, the different uh, pieces, um, I would start implementing them on, on myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but retrospectively, uh, what I what I recognized was that and I kind of set myself up for some of this. You know, um, I was a type A person who 
um, slept very little, you know, for a good decade of my life. I was getting, you know, on average five, six hours of sleep a night. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working out, you know, running 50 miles a week, lifting weights. I went to school and worked at the same time for years and years and years. Um, and just like most people, you know, when you take off the stress, you get sick. Well, that's what happened to me. I finished my doctorate. And the first thing that happened was I got a urinary tract infection, which I'd never had before. Mm. Um, and it turns out that I was allergic to the antibiotics that was given to me. Um, and it had lasting effects um, on, on my body. I had chronic fatigue and um, I had uh, chronic digestive issues after that. It had really messed up my microbiome. I didn't realize it at the time, but then that is part of what then that dysregulation that occurred from that and not addressing it was what led to um, having the shingles. So the shingles is like a return of um, having had the chicken pox. Yeah. And I had that around my eye. Um, I didn't really appreciate then that reason why that happened was because my immune system was worn down. Um, and then later what happened was I developed vasculitis. So I had this chronic inflammation, this chronic immune system activation um, that I was not addressing. Uh, and um, that's what led to having this vasculitis in my eye. Um, and so at that point, the doctors thought, you know, I was probably developing into lupus or some sort of autoimmune disease. So I was put on med- medications for that. Um, but all the medications that were, I was given for chronic pain from the shingles and um, the antivirals for uh, having uh, what they thought was recurrent herpes zoster around my eye and all these things were causing more uh, damage to my, my system, uh, my systems. And so um, eventually what I wound up doing was um, looking for the nutritional deficiencies uh, and imbalances that uh, may have created that situation. So, um, like I said, I had a lot of digestive issues. Yeah. And so, for me, that was one of the first places that I started working was to try and heal my digestive tract. And I, what I learned was that I had um, a gut infection. Um, I had something called small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, um, which occurred from likely antibiotic exposure, but then also the medications that I was on for the chronic pain slow motility, so it slows down digestion. And mm. chronic stress also affects the digestive organs. So you will have less blood flow, you'll have less production of the of the goodies that help to break down your food, so stomach acid, digestive enzymes, and so on and so forth. And that can all lead to overgrowth. So I had this overgrowth um, and had to deal with that with, um, uh, you can either use prescription or herbal uh, antibiotics so that's what I did. Um, but then you also have to eat the right diet. So I had to alter my diet. And I thought I ate a very good diet. And by most people's standards, I, I really did. But in that period of time, I needed to actually um, reduce, you know, the, um, the intake of certain things that would feed that infection as well. So I did what was called, what is referred to as a low FODMAP diet. Mm. Um, and so I had to do that along with um, a digestive healing protocol. And so that is replenishing all the goodies that your body needs to make all those organs work well. So I was low in stomach acid. I was low in enzymes. I was low in bile salts. Um, the good bacteria were not there to help keep my microbiome um, balanced. So I had to replenish all of those things. 
Wow, so you had extensive learning. (laughs) Yeah, so that was just one piece of the healing, but for me, there was much more to it. I had, you know, chronic pain and problems with my mitochondria, um, which are um, very, are necessary for making energy, so that was part of that, why I was so fatigued, and then it affected um, my adrenal glands and sugar balance, so I had, like, every single system messed up, which, so it would take me probably a good hour to go through each one of those things and how I healed myself, but yeah, um, it, yeah it was peeling back the layers, and um, I think that one of the things people um, uh, don't recognize often is why you need to work on digestion first. Um, for the majority of people, um, working on digestion is such a key piece uh, to healing their bodies, whether it is from... Um, you know, having autoimmunity or having uh, depression, anxiety, uh, anything else is because so much of your immune system is located in your digestive system. And also, all those other systems work because they get those amino acids, those vitamins and minerals from the foods that we consume. Mm, totally. Yeah, I. this brings up a, this brings up a, just a question that I think... Huh? is really important for people that, you know, most people that hire me, one of their probably biggest challenges is experiencing short term, like short term pain for long term pleasure. So like this, like short term, I have to change my diet, I have to, you know, take all these herbs, I have to do all these things. And a lot of times, And that's just like with your type of work, but even with my type of work of like the uncomfortability with sitting with your thoughts or, or like sitting with discomfort or learning, um, to change patterning. And it's the same thing. Most people, we, you know, we live in a culture that's really driven by quick pleasure. Let me get quick pleasure. And, um, and it's, it does not surprise me one bit that most people have digestional issues, like issues because food is quick pleasure. Alcohol is quick pleasure. Um, and so I'm curious your take when working with people on how do you break the barrier of having people. So your, 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 um, example seems kind of extreme in that you kind of had to face yourself, um, because it was so bad at the time. Yeah. But I'm curious for people that, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Not everyone is that severe, you know? Yeah. Um, 
a belching after every meal, um, you know, little things like that. What do those things mean? Mm. Um, and so learning those, what those symptoms mean for you, helping your body eliminate those symptoms, um, and then when you go back and try and eat those things again, having those symptoms return, I think a lot of people just recognize over time of trial and error what agrees with their unique physiology. Mm. Yeah. So then it's not like this game of, you know, eating this certain way to get into the stress or to, um, you know, correct this number on a piece of paper. It's really about learning what is best for you individually mm. and learning also to love yourself enough and invest in yourself so that this is, so that you can live your best life. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's the work that you do too, you know, is, is learning to tap into, you know, what it is that, you know, that feeling that you're having or that urge that you're having, what is it actually about? Mm. So, you know, on an emotional, you know, standpoint, you know, you, you help people, you know, break down why they're having this um, urge or this craving. And then the same thing is, is what I help people do is help them break down what what it is that, why it is that they're having that craving and why it is that their body is having this symptom and mm. then what can we do to correct it? Yeah. Do you find that most people hire you whenever it's gotten to a point where they're in they're in quite a bit of pain and they're like seeking support because they're suffering quite a bit, like their suffering levels quite high? Yeah, I. I mean, the, the vast majority of the people that I work with, yeah, they're pretty darn sick. You yeah. Know, they, and they've tried everything else, and they have not had resolution of their symptoms. Um, and or they come as a referral from another doctor, right? So yeah. Yeah. Their doctors have kind of thrown up their hands and say, well, you look good on paper. Yeah. I've given you all the therapies that I can possibly give you. Um, so if you feel like there's something else, you know, that needs help, I suggest maybe you call, you know, Dr. Lee Chittle and see if she can help you with these other things. Yeah. Um, but that's not everybody, you know. Some people are about optimizing. You know, I work with athletes, you know, um, who just have plateaued or um, uh, have actually lost some of their ability over time and are not sure why exactly that is. Yeah. Um, I think... people, you know, it, it's... Um, more subtle for sure but um in terms of lasting success um you know the people who have um who are committed to a lifestyle change they're the ones who maintain their progress right they're the ones who stay healthy because this isn't a quick fix yeah you know it's not a pill it's not uh, a new a diet for a period of time. It's figuring out what's best for your body for the rest of your life. Yeah. Food-wise, um, lifestyle-wise, you know, all of that. Yeah. I think this is, I think this conversation is so important because I actually think that in this culture that there is this, that it's this, it is the struggle of people not really being in the conversation of like thinking about their long-term health, like, like people not really caring until it's beyond the point of that they have to get help. 
they have like they have something happen or they have such intense symptoms that they're forced to actually go and seek help. And I think that this conversation is so important to be having with just the normal public that maybe they aren't feeling awful and maybe they um, they do think they eat you know, pretty healthy, but like actually bringing in this piece into people's mind of how important it is to take care of ourselves, both physically and mentally, so that our life is, you know, like we can live the best life that we can live. And that's what I really love that you're talking about, because I, you also, when we were talking before, you were talking about how it really is a holistic approach. It is both mind and body. And and this is where I think that people can get also lasting results is like knowing that it's not just like a diet you'll follow for 60 days, but it's this, it is this entire like looking at your life. And so what's your favorite thing about combining the mind and body? Like, why do you think those two are so important and how do you think they work together? Oh, yeah, it's, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, and had you asked me, you know, if I thought uh, if stress or, um, you know, that sort of stuff had an influence on me getting sick in the first place, you know, eight years ago, I would have said no. No way. Yeah. Not at all. Um, but the truth of the matter is that, you know, your body only responds in one way to stress. So the stress can be emotional, it can be physical, um, you know, it can be psychological, but the chemicals that your body releases are all the same, mm. no matter what the, no matter what it is. So, you know, exercise, although it can be really good for you, can be bad for you if you're already in that, you know, uh, sympathetic tone, um, that sympathetic fight or flight uh, nervous system is overactivated. Mm. You know, and so when that happens, that that does affect you know uh, your uh, your digestion. That does affect your immune system's activity. It suppresses your immune system. You know, and so of course that would then have lasting effects on how each one of your organs function. Yeah. Um, so um, in terms of like how does um, how, how do we how do I utilize that in uh, helping. Uh, people resolve their symptoms, you know, um, uh, part of, you know, my uh, evaluation is asking about each one of those areas of their life. How are you sleeping? Mm. What are you doing for exercise? You know, how much stress do each one of these categories cause you on a daily basis? And, you know, it's like your family, your work, your health, you know, your finances. So then I can see how each one of these things are playing, may or may not be playing a role in in your everyday life and then affecting your ability to heal. Yeah. And so that we can create a plan of attack that is going to help minimize those external stressors, um, you know, to allow for the best environment for your body to do what it does best, which is to heal itself. Mm. Yeah, and you said, you said the words... Um, like you said when you were kind of talking about your own illness that you through functional medicine actually healed yourself, like you, you decided you were going to reclaim responsibility of your health. And I think, I think a lot of people, right? Like we can, 
we like to blame or we like to avoid or we like to do everything except for be responsible for our own life and for our own bodies. And I was curious, what do you like? Like, why is it important for someone to be responsible for their for their body and for their health, their own like mental and physical well-being? Oh, uh, for me, it, you know, personally, it, it, it gave me um, strength and response, you know, and in giving me that, taking back that responsibility gave me the strength to, um, to follow through with these sort of things. So mm. I think when, initially when all these things are happening to your body and you don't know what they mean, um, you know, you're looking for a diagnosis. And, you know, I didn't, I couldn't get a diagnosis because there's some, I think, belief in society, well, if I have a diagnosis, then there's going to be a treatment plan for me, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's how medicine works. You know, you get a diagnosis, then you get a medication, you get a treatment plan, and you're going to be okay again. And, you know, when the reality, you know, comes, whether it's because that diagnosis and treatment plan didn't work or, um, you know, because there is not one, there isn't a diagnosis and treatment plan. Um, you know, then the then you feel like you're free falling. I mean, I just felt lost. You mm-hmm. know, um, I couldn't live my life. You know, the way that I had planned it to be. You know, um, uh, both like in my personal and, and my personal life and even in my career. And I feel like that's kind of a common thing to be experiencing when you are struggling with your health. And so when you um, learn to uh, read the little clues that your body's giving you and what they actually need, um, you know, then it, it empowers you. It empowers you to be able to choose what is going to work for your body and allow you to, allow you to have uh, symptom resolution, mm. you know. And so then it's not a matter of depriving yourself of X, Y, or Z food um, or experience or, um, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but rather, it's something that is lifting you up and and providing you with the um, the ability to then engage in all the things that you really want for yourself in life. Create mm. the career that you want to have, the relationships with people that you want. Um, because when you feel bad, like you just don't have it in you to give to anyone else, you know. And and then so that's why then you keep falling into this pattern of going for that drink or having that piece of cake, um, you know, and all of this sort of stuff is because it's, it's a fast, you know, cheap way to feel good for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the world. I love the word responsibility. I think, I think that in our society, it has a heavy connotation. Like there's like, there's almost like a level of, um, if I take responsibility, then it's like bl- we take it as blame, like blaming ourselves for where we've gotten and it feels heavy. And I really want to like redefine the word responsibility because I I don't actually think it's blame. I think I think responsibility does come with a certain level of honesty. So there is like a certain level of honesty that needs to be um, said or proclaimed of like, yes, I have been eating sugar excessively, or yes, I do not sleep very much and I'm a workaholic. And like owning these parts of ourselves that might be interfering with our optimal health without the heaviness of blame. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah and and having that compassion for yourself that that's where you were, but that doesn't mean that's where you have to be tomorrow. 
Totally. You know, and that, that becomes empowerment. Yep. Yeah, and I think, like, I love that you said reclaiming responsibility for my health because there is, like, this, like, stepping into, like, yep, this is where I am. This is the reality of where I am. And how can I begin taking action to where I want to be? Like, there's, like, there's, like, a moving past the past. There's, like, a moving forward that responsibility, I think, allows us. And I just love that phrase that you use. I think it's so powerful. And I wanted to ask you because, so I think a lot of people listening might have the inquiry of like, if you could do one thing, if like there's one thing that's really important, maybe besides like getting enough sleep and getting, you know, enough water, like those feel like pretty basic things. But if there's like one thing that people can be doing to really optimize their health or start paying attention to their health or what is one thing that we can really kind of leave these listeners with as like a starting place like for anybody who might be listening and thinking man there might you know like this might be good for me to investigate with my own health or man I haven't been feeling super great or where is a starting place for people who are listening you know, I think, uh, and from a starting place standpoint, um, you know, one thing that you teach um, would be is breath um, mm-hmm. to slow down and to do some deep breathing in order to help turn your attention inward. And to do that prior to a meal is incredibly powerful. So when you sit down to eat, um, to take a couple deep breaths, you know, and breathe in through your nose, hold it for a couple seconds and breathe it out. And that actually turns on uh, your parasympathetic nervous system. And that's going to shunt blood to all your digestive organs. Mm. And in doing that, then you might get better digestion of your food in your stomach, better release of uh, the, um, the goodies that digest the food, the stomach acid, the digestive enzymes from the pancreas, and so on and so forth. And then digestion just moves more smoothly. Um, I think when we're just caught up in the moment and we eat very quickly on the run, literally standing, um, moving around, um, the the awareness of how that food is going to be utilized in our body is not there. And then the digestion is just not going to be as optimal. Yeah. Um, And so that would be like the number one thing to do is to slow down. Um, But then number two, like as far as like things that I do, I oftentimes big picture sort of things to look at from your a dietary standpoint. Yeah. Uh, you are going to feel better if you eat more uh, plant products, so vegetables uh, in, in particular. So looking at your plate, how much of your plate looks like the way it came from nature, you know, mm. uh, fruits and vegetables, you know, and so a good starting point would be 50% of your plate. I usually try and get people that, that their plate is between 50 and 75% of their plate is, is uh, vegetable-based. So mm-hmm. things that they look like how they came from nature. Yeah, I love that. I think um, I think so much of understanding our health and knowing if, like, if we even need to take action in our health is, like, self-reflection. Um, yeah. To really to really slow down. Like, I love that fact. I love that, um, 
that tip that you're giving. And I, I want to back that tip up. Like it is so important to slow down enough that we are in constant reaction mode and we are in a more noticing place of our life to see where our body is feeling and to see how our emotions are feeling and to really plug into ourselves and, um, and then of course eat more vegetables. I, I am like always a proponent of eating tons and tons of vegetables. Um, and I think, I think that if anybody is listening to this, like really, and you are curious about your current state of health or well-being, or maybe you haven't been feeling, you know, like your optimal self and you've been curious about what someone, you know, what someone does that might be able to help you that isn't Western medicine or um, that isn't going to just give you a pill to take. I just want to say like from experience, Lacey is an amazing practitioner. She, she is a warrior that will stand beside you. And, um, and I know this firsthand because we have worked together with clients and it is powerful to watch people change. And Lacey, are you still, are you still offering one, like a quick free consultation? Yeah, free consult? Yeah, I am always. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, you're always more than welcome to sign up for a free 15 minute consultation. Um, during that time, uh, you'll learn a little bit more about functional medicine and also, I always, always, always uh, give a tip for you as an individual to implement immediately. Awesome. And I want to give you guys um, an opportunity to know how to reach out to Lacey. She's got a bunch of different ways. So you can actually go to dark, Dr. Dr. Lacey is L-A-C-E-Y, Chittle, C-H-I-T-T-L-E dot com. That's her website. You can also find Dr. Chittle on Instagram, uh, Dr. Dr. Period, Lacey Chittle. Um, you can also find her on Facebook, Lacey Chittle Health and Wellness. And like she said, she does free consults, which you can sign up for free consults on your website, yes? Yeah, just uh, under services, there is a free consult um, form that you can click on and fill it out and schedule it yourself for whatever time that works for you. And I want to I suggest, I want to kind of end this call with everyone just taking a moment to... Actually, maybe if you want to close your eyes or you want to just take some deep breaths and really for a moment, like I want to promote getting more in touch with your health. It is quite important to think about the longevity of your health versus just what's going to give you a quick energy or quick high or quick pleasure in this moment. And this is what I think is so important about functional medicine and so important about the work that Dr. Lacey Chittle is doing is that we don't quite often think about our long-term health and well-being. We very often just think about what we need to do today and what will give us energy right in this moment because life is stressful. And I just want to give everyone a moment to just pause and maybe just take a moment to scan your body. What is it feeling like in your legs and your feet? What is it feeling like in your back? What about your belly? How does your chest and your shoulders feel? 
your neck and your head? Do you feel foggy today? Do you feel clear? Do you feel energized? Do you feel tired? Like really just noticing, not with judgment, but just taking a moment to really check in with yourself. And taking some of those long breaths. Expanding the belly and just really pausing, giving yourself permission to pause. And notice what it feels like to slow down, to check in, to check in on your values with your health. And once again, if you are at all interested in learning more about Lacey, learning more about functional medicine, please, please, please reach out to Dr. Chittle. She is, like I said, amazing and a brilliant practitioner. And Lacey, I'm so grateful that you came on the podcast today. Yeah. And is there anything else, anything else you want to leave people with before we complete? Um, is there anything else I want to leave people with? Um, I think if there's one thing I just want to throw out there to anyone who is suffering from any uh, symptoms that are just unresolved is just to know that there is hope, that there is a way for you to live um, a better life without those symptoms. And if you have been struggling and you have been, um, you know, turned away by other doctors, don't give up. Keep mm. fighting for your health. Your body knows if something is off, and it's just trying to tell you what it is. And it's up to us to figure out what that thing is, but we can't. Mm. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And we will be back next week. Thank you guys so much for checking in and listening. See you guys next time.